Welcome to Dualidad, a Spanglish podcast that highlights the duality of life as we navigate our 20s. We're first-gen Latinas that speak on everything from figuring out college, careers, our identity, and everything in between. Join my bestie, Magali, and I on this journey. I'm Esme, and I will be hosting this episode for today. I hope you enjoy. Hola, hola. Welcome back to Dualidad. Ah, I'm so excited to finally be back on the podcast, speaking to you guys. Uh, even though I miss GMAG so much, this is my first solo episode. And as you all know, because you definitely listened to Magali's solo episode, and if you haven't, you should definitely go right now, go pause this one and go listen to Magali's because she absolutely killed it on the first solo episode of Dualidad. Like, wow, she did an amazing job. She exceeded all expectations. She set the tone high for, for like what I should do. And she also gave us an amazing episode on the effects of social media and like what that all means to your mental health and your just your overall well-being. And she goes into so many exciting updates. So if you have it, I highly encourage you to go listen to it um, and go show her some love. Send her an, a DM on the Dualidad Podcast Instagram at Dualidad Pod. And yeah, just chat with her, please. She deserves all the encouragement and support because she killed it. Um, but yeah, I miss her so, 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 so much, so much. Like, She's truly like the best co-host one could ever ask for. She's like attentive, supportive. We bounce back ideas from each other and she's always just there to really like support and there's no awkward pauses. And I have a habit of saying like way too much. And so I'm sure that it's going to be on here, but whatever, like we're going to embrace it. Um, But yeah, so a, a little bit of background, a little bit of information, a little bit of updates. We are currently in different countries, as she mentioned. Um, I've been, ever since June, ever since the summer, came to Mexico to spend some time with my family. Um, to be fully honest, my parents fulfilled their dream of building their casita here in their hometown. In our hometown, I was also born here. And they celebrated their 30-year wedding anniversary, which was super beautiful and so nice to be surrounded by so much love and caring. And, like, just it was so beautiful to see that. Um, and so in June, we came over as a family to celebrate, to have the party, to kick off the house. Like, we just we were here just to be, you know, enjoy, enjoy life. And... You know, I was like, I'm going to stay there for a couple of months, maybe like one, maybe two. I am working remotely, as some of you all know. And so I was like, you know, like I can stay. I don't have to come back to the U.S. anytime soon. So I bought a one-way plane ticket and just haven't really gone back and don't plan on doing so in the next month or so. Um, So, yeah, so... I miss Magali so much. I miss I miss the States just simply because of all my friends are there. I kind of miss like uh, 
the consumerism in me, the consumerist in me is so used to like going shopping and like the things that you can access over there are sometimes a little bit different than here. Like not everything, but like some things are a little different. And I just even miss like thrifting. Like, although I've been thrifting here, um, I miss doing it over there because you find some really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, like it's just small things like that that are really small and don't really matter. But more than anything, I'm really enjoying being here. Um, and so Magali State is in the U.S., as we all know. And um, it it was really hard to record and like find time to fully be in tune and sync with each other. And so... For a while, we had a lot of pre-recorded episodes because we had been on a roll when we were together, um, but then we ran out of episodes, and so we just kind of like took a summer hiatus, a summer vacation, if you will. Um, and yeah, it's just been hard to coordinate, and like, I feel like this always happens to us, and it's it's really interesting because I feel like as much as we try to get in a groove, it's difficult to get in a groove. And I feel like our lives, or at least my life used to be so like structured and so planned and so like straightforward. And I I knew where, what I was doing. I knew wh- what time frame I had. I knew when I had to leave. I knew like I, I was I was on a schedule. Like I was I was booked to the minute, you know? And I was running in that way. And you know, it's so good for productivity and it's so easy to like do things like a podcast and like and like have meetings and you know, just live like a stable structured life. But you know, now that I'm not fully living in that like super organized, super structured like i gotta plan my day to the the second and minute and hour um i'm really just kind of embracing the fact that you know i don't have to have a full plan at every single moment of my life i don't have to know where i'm going and what i'm doing and what step to take next you know like i feel like i'm I'm finally in a point where i'm like you know, I'm still 20. I can still enjoy. I can still not have everything figured out. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm finding that out. And also, but also at the same time, like I'm trying to find that balance between not having to have everything figured out, but also, you know, having like the structure and routine to make sure I get the things that I want done, like the podcast and, you know, just like life goals and stuff. And that's a little bit about what this episode is going to be about, just about like my travels and like the living abroad life and just this kind of like nomad life that I'm living, but also kind of like enjoying that I'm enjoying, but also like not fully enjoying and just like the conflicts that I'm having with that and the, the lessons that I'm really learning through this. And I mean, yeah, and yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be super fun. Um, so to further expand on like where I'm at in life, um, I think I would say that I, one year ago, 
if you all recall, if you all have been here for that long, and if not, like go listen to the old episodes, the first episodes. Um, when Magali and I started this this podcast, we were really truly rock bottom. But as our good friend May has said, it's not rock bottom. It's it's the trampoline moment. It's the moment where you kind of hit a low low, and you have the opportunity to bounce back and make of life what you want it to be. And so we had just graduated. Neither of us had a job. Like, actually, I had a job, but then quit it because I was just, it was not the vibe. Like, I was just feeling super unheard and like, ugh. Like, I just dreaded every single day of my life. Like, it was so bad. And I only lasted like less than a month. So there's that. Um, but after that, I quit the job and I was just babysitting to make a living. And of course, I came with some like internal struggles of like, I got a degree and like living with my parents and just like fully confused about the whole shebang. And in that moment, in those moments, I was like super just low. And like, I think I hit my lowest point in like my mental health where I was just fully like anxious and depressed and just like worried about my future and really uncertain of where to go. And it sucks that a career does that to you. Like, I hate that our life revolves around like our career or our professional goals or like money, which I mean, of course it does, like it's life, right? But like, uh, it just sucks, you know? And in those moments, I really took the time to like fully write down, like I'm, I love journaling. I'm, I've been a big journaler since I was like, small young 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 because you know like when you're little you your parents don't listen to you or at least as a mexican-american as a mexican girl my parents did not listen to me <laughs> they would just be like loca, ponte, ponte, ponte el and i'd be like Mami, quiero hablar contigo. like you, you need that support system so like my journal was that for me i used to love 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 journaling um and so that habit has stayed with me on my whole life and every time i'm going through it i journal um and I remember just like writing down everything that I wanted and everything that like my soul craved and everything that I felt was right for me and that I knew was out there, but I just didn't know how to get it. And in many of like my my manifestations and my journal entries, I would write, I want to have a job that gives me the flexibility to be with my family, to be traveling, to be back home in Mexico, to just enjoy that life. And Thank God, because that opportunity actually came um, in January. I started a job at a at a PR agency. Um, I'm working in nonprofit communications, which is right up my alley because I've always loved doing social impact work. And uh, although I never studied communications, like this is actually something that is super in tune with me. Like I'm podcasting, like, of course, I'm into communications, you know, Um and honestly, this opportunity came out of nowhere. And it's a kind of insane how things like that happen, but they do, they do. And it's just God or the universe, whoever your belief system is, um, that really just aligns you and you're not truly ready until they say you're ready. And that takes a lot of like being uncomfortable and being sad and going through struggles and changes and being uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, like, it all works out for the better. And you really just got to push through, push forward 
and just keep trying your best. Like, I'm not going to lie, like in the time span between August of 2021 and December of 2021, I was in the trenches. Like I said, like I was fully unmotivated. I was not working out. I was not living a healthy lifestyle like one would want to. I was super just sad. I was uncontent, but like that also was the perfect opportunity for me to just like figure out what I wanted to do next and really just give me the time and the and the space to to really craft out what I wanted my life to be. And I would just encourage you to tap into the discomfort, to just really see that moment as a as a moment of opportunity because that's really all it all it is. And so yeah. I got the job opportunity like right before Christmas uh, and it was actually just for a fellowship, a six month fellowship with this PR communications agency. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I love that. That's like, I'm a little bit scared of commitment. Don't really love commitment too much sometimes uh, in some things, especially like my career. And so I was like, that's perfect. Like that is perfect. Like I'll take it. And so, you know, as a fellow, I was doing kind of like intern work like I was being treated kind of like an intern, but also like given a lot of responsibility. And like, I just really, really enjoyed this, this company. Like everyone was just really nice. And so I just kind of stayed and figured it out. And then turns out six months later that I got offered a full-time job, job with them. And so that's been life until now. Um, In June, I got offered my full-time job. I took a week off from work And now I've been in this role and I've been living in Mexico and I've been working remotely. And it's honestly been everything that I really manifested one year ago, literally one year ago, because it's August and this is the place where I was at one year ago. And so it's actually really, 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 really incredible. And I was reading my journal entries and it's just kind of nostalgic to feel like I get feeling so in the trenches and so sad and so upset and so worried and anxiety filled because like you can't discount your feelings. It's so scary to be in that point of time, that in that moment, but it all works out for the better. And I think now that I move forward with like my journaling and stuff, I think I'm always going to remember that. Like one day you're going to be on the other side and everything is going to work out itself. And I think that takes away some of the stress of worrying and being so like preoccupied with like the stress of just like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Like, is this right? Is this not like, it's all going to like, like dwindle down into what it's meant to be. And I think that's really important because we're already so stressed and so filled with anxiety. And I think that just helps take like a fresh breath air and be like, okay, I'm just going to put everything, all my thoughts, beliefs, ideas, what my soul needs and desires into a piece of paper or until, I don't know, or say it out loud or whatever. And I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to hope for the best and I'm going to work towards it. And I'm going to have faith that it's it's all going to work out for the better. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my take. Um, but anyways, I went into a whole deep like career manifestation um, rant. That, that wasn't even the theme of this podcast, but that's, that's welcome to my brain. <laughs> um, so another thing that's been happening now that I've been here in Mexico. So I, back in, back in January, I, I, one of my new year's goals was to 
take a solo travel, solo, take a solo trip. And of course, I don't think I was fully ready for a solo trip because that honestly, that kind of scares me. And as a woman in this world, it's, it's a little bit terrifying. So I wasn't fully sure how I was going to do that. Like I was thinking maybe, I, maybe I would have done like a getaway or like, I don't know, some sort of trip where it was just like me. Um, but then I came across Frontiera Travels on Instagram. Um, it's a it's a sustainable way to do traveling. And it's a great way for you to do solo travel because you meet it with a group. And so this wonderful human, um, Hannah King, hosts these, tra- these trips. And she basically unites women from all across the U.S. Um, to go to this trip. To go to visit Guatemala and like learn about the culture and and engage in this like ecotourism trip. Apologies for my coffee break. Um, and so I had followed her for a while because of her other company, which is Woven Future. She does she works with local artisans to create like amazing, beautiful handmade products. And Um, I had always followed her, really admired her from afar. Um, May, which you all know, because she was on the podcast, also had worked with Woven and like, I, you know, I was just in this whole inner circle. And so I decided to, you know, take the leap and book, book a trip, book a trip. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't really have the money for it, but she allowed for like payment plans. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to book it. And I booked it for July because it was summer vacation and, you know, I felt like it was right. And so fast forward to like June, I'm like, oh, I still have this trip planned in July. And so I also decided to just take my flight from from here, from Mexico City and go to Guatemala. Uh, and so it was honestly not going to lie, a little bit of a scary situation because, I mean, I was going to fly out of Mexico alone, which I've never done, which is a little different than flying out of the U.S. because, I mean, I've gone places but like I don't know it just felt different it felt a little bit different and I was a little bit like worried for myself but I was like it's fine I can do it like you know I can do it and I was supposed to meet with this group of girls of women in Guatemala and it it was just like a little bit of like a scary moment and a lot of the girls were like going on like with like their with like friends or like they were in a pair and so it was just me alone and it was a little bit scary but I did it and Honestly, it was the most incredible experience that I've felt in a long time. Um, Because of the pandemic, like my travel bug has been like nagging at me. Like I've just been wanting to travel again, but I haven't been able to. And then like a lot of my friends can't travel outside of the U.S. And um, a lot of my friends also have other responsibilities. And so it's just a little hard to coordinate with like my family and my, my friends. And I don't like have sisters or anything. So I've always just felt like this need to just like this need for, for, for like sisterhood and like, like a group. I've always felt the need to be, to want to be a part of a group. And this was like the perfect experience for that, where I, I met with women. I didn't, I did not know, like, ni las pintaban, ni las hacían en el mundo, ni en el mapa. Y like just the most amazing, incredible, inspiring, creative beings. Like it was so beautiful and it fully like ignited my passion for life again and my, my need for adventure. And it just really reminded me about like 
creating my own version of happy and creating my own version of of a happy fulfilling life i think for the for the longest time i've been living in this idea that a happy life is being in the us and like working from new york city a high rise and like you know being in the hustle of bustle of life but being in Guate, like it taught me so much about like the importance of even slow living and just like you know yes of course working to live but not living to work like that's not the point of life there's so much beauty and so much food and richness and colors and vibrancy and so many humans that are out there that you could meet and it just really inspired me and a lot of a lot of people in what they are actually just living like the digital nomad life which just means like they either have like online businesses or they work remotely um, and they live there and they basically don't have a home base they're just like kind of nomads traveling around and like finding their place and you know it's a life that I knew existed but for me it's always felt very foreign it's always been, felt very like gypsy and like like different you know and I never thought that I never thought that I'd be into that but something about that experience really just like triggered me to feel like the need to want to keep traveling to want to be to want to keep exploring to want to keep being meeting people and making connections and just like living life to the fullest and I fully don't know what that's going to look like for my life because part of me is like already kind of living like the living abroad digital life um because I am here in Mexico but at the same time like it's different like I'm still in my comfort zone I'm still close to family and I'm still in a place that I very very much know but I don't know I'm excited and I'm looking I'm kind of I'm kind of craving the need to like go somewhere else and like be there for a couple of weeks and then try somewhere else and then try somewhere else and it's just it's an interesting time and it's something that's definitely feasible and definitely out there and I think I just don't want to limit myself yet like I'm 23 I'm 23 and although sometimes I feel like I'm getting into the quarter life crisis that's still nothing like 23 or 25 is still nothing in life like we're basically still young and there is no need to settle down there is no need to like I mean if you're into it and if you're ready for it like go ahead like everyone gets to create their own life but like at least for me I have this travel bug and I have this need to like be out there and like keep learning and keep moving and just keep exploring I as I mentioned before I'm a little bit scared of commitment sometimes and I think in settling down that's that's one of my biggest fears to commitment like I don't want to settle down and I don't want to regret like settling down and like being like why didn't I do this why didn't I do that and sometimes I feel like I settled I mean I f- I definitely feel like I settled right after college because I went back to Houston and like stayed there and I don't think that's where I was meant to be just yet I mean it was where I was placed and I got accepted you know but now it's really up to me to make these this rest of my 20s a time where i really just take initiative and take ownership of like what i want to do what do i want to live what is the life that i want to experience and like who do i want to be and how do i want to feel and what are the types of people that i want to connect to and 
what are the types of activities that I want to do? And I think these are all just really good things to like journal about. And going back to my point about like manifesting my dream career, like I think that your style of living is something that you can also manifest and something that I'm going to keep like trying to journal about. And I encourage you to do so too. Um, and just like really think about it. Cause I think, especially after college, we're in this hamster wheel of like, no, like we just got to work and like, la, 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 like just like go through the nine to five life. And honestly, like maybe it's not, maybe, maybe you can take a break. Maybe you can just halt it. And like, I think it just takes a lot of introspection and we're not allowed time for that. And I mean, I guess that's how the system wants it to be, <laughs> not to get too, you know, too systemy. But not going to lie, also with traveling and being a nomad and exploring the world and being a traveler and just getting out there and living, there comes a little bit of a feeling of loneliness and a little bit of um, a need for connection, a need for community. And don't get me wrong, like I'm a fully sentimentalist. Like I am the biggest like sappy person that you'll ever meet. Like I hate goodbyes. Like I love my family dearly. Like I love being around the people that I care about. And you know, that I won't lie, like right now I'm alone in Mexico and like my, my parents aren't here or like my, my siblings, of course my extended family's here, but it's not the same. And like, I still miss them. And when I'm in the U.S., like I miss my boyfriend who's here in Mexico. And like when I'm, you know, in another part of the world, I miss my friends. And I think that's just the price that you pay whenever you're, you're living this, whenever you, whenever you travel, you, you let go of people and you leave a part pieces of your heart in every single place you go and you know it's heartbreaking to to feel that way but it's also so beautiful because you at least I remember all the the connections that I've kindled and that I've you know made and formed in all the special part places that hold that hold memories of mine you know and it's really beautiful and I'm still, I don't have a conclusion to how to cope with this. I don't, I really don't know. I think I was speaking to my friend earlier this week and I think this is where like therapy comes in and healing that, that need for connection or like finding home within yourself. Because at the end of the day, like home is a feeling, home is not just a place. It's also just a feeling and it's, it's a sense and it's something that you can also find within yourself. And I think I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that. And I I need to do that before I can fully like take that next level. Like if I, like I said, if I want to be fully like a digital nomad and like moving abroad and like living in different places for a couple of weeks and just exploring, like, I think I, I fully need to heal that part of me before I can take that step. And that just goes to show that sometimes the things that you may want, you're not ready for, and you need to work on those things that will help you get to where you need to be. And so, yeah, I I think this is really encouraging me that I really need to take the step to start therapy. Um, I know I need to do it. I know I do. It's just been hard to like, like I said, find stability and find the routine and just find like, you know, the, the group of things, um, which I think I'm doing a little bit more of now that I'm like, settled down in like my house in Mexico and like I've been like buying flowers for my house and like I've been doing small little things that like 
that like made me feel more at home and that made me feel more grounded. Like even just like having a routine of going to the gym in the morning and the afternoon reading and like, you know, things like that are just really like life-giving and I think are super important for you to feel like super, for you to feel like also at home and at peace and that like you're grounded and centered and balanced. And that's super important in life. And I think regardless of like, being a traveler and like moving a lot of places and stuff, even outside of that, you still need to find yourself a routine and you still need to find the ways to, to make life fulfilling and beautiful and purposeful for you. Like you need to find what gives you life. You need to find adventure and happiness in every single thing. And I think this is where romanticizing your life comes in. Like even if you're in, I don't know, I don't know, Arkansas, like you need to find ways to to romanticize that and really just fall in love with your life and fall in love with yourself and, you know, make life adventurous and interesting for yourself. I don't think it necessarily requires traveling because I know some of us can't do that. And I mean, even like some of us don't have the means to do that and some of us can't do that. And so I would just say like, this is just a reminder that we all need to make life fulfilling for ourselves. And whatever that means to you, you need to find the ways to do it and to make it happen and to um, find the spark to live again because life is so short and we fully cannot live without finding that spark. Like there is no point to life if, if, I mean, maybe there is a point, like, um, that's a little bit dramatic, but, like, but, like, life is meant to be enjoyed, and life is meant to be fun and adventurous and beautiful, and you deserve to feel all of that, and so I just really encourage you to, to introspect about that and to find out what that means for you and to make it happen, make it happen for yourself, even if it's the small things like buying yourself flowers and keeping your house decorated with flowers. That really helps me, at least. Um, and so, yeah, that's honestly all I had to say for today's episode. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I think I repeated myself a couple many times, but, you know, it's a work in progress and we're learning and we're figuring this out. And um, it's just really beautiful to to be able to share with you guys, like my thoughts and my ideas. And um, yeah, and I hope you all will take what you need from this. And yeah, so I mean, stay in touch on Instagram at DualidadPod and also on TikTok at DualidadPod. My personal Instagram is at mesmea underscore. Um, feel free to reach out if you need anything, if you want to learn more. Like, I'm, I'm, as you know, I love to talk, so feel free. <laughs> um, but I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you until the next time. Adiosito. Bye.